and welcome to How To Be Successful with me, Vicky Paul. I'm an intuitive artist, energy healer and author and I'm on a mission to help you live with more joy, purpose and meaning. How To Be Successful is a straight-talking, heartfelt and enlightening podcast full of soul-centred wisdom, home truths, life-changing insights and free-flowing conversations with some of the most inspiring, knowledgeable and honest voices in well-being, spirituality, self-love and personal development. It's a show for people who are no longer satisfied chasing society's version of success because they're ready to embrace their gifts and thrive on their own terms. Hey there, I hope you're all really well. I wanted to do a wee solo episode because I have a new art collection coming out in May and it's all about the chakras. And I've created a series, it's going to be called The Chakra Collection, and I'll talk a wee bit more about it in a minute. But I wanted to do an episode on the chakras with the help of a previous guest, Athena Barry, who also features in this podcast. Because, as you know, I am an intuitive energy artist and I'm really passionate about helping you to reconnect with the emotional energetic, spiritual, soulful aspect of who you are as a human being. And I do that through the podcast and the various guests that I interview, but I also do it through my artwork. It's the very essence of why I create. And I believe all artists do this. So whether it's a musician or a writer or a poet or an actor or a dancer, they use creativity to not only express themselves, but to communicate universal thoughts, universal wisdom, so that it connects you at a deeper level to help you shift, to help you transform. And that's what I do as an artist. So I'm just going to quickly start off and just give you a wee bit of background information. Then I'm going to hand over to Athena, who is going to run through very briefly each of the different chakras. And then what I'm going to do is go into a wee bit more detail of each of the seven main chakras because I'm creating seven paintings. Might be nine, not quite sure yet, but they'll also come as embellished prints, prints, sort of smaller framed individual chakras and also an oracle deck. So there's lots happening. What I'm also going to do with that is to tell you how you will understand if they are in balance or out of balance and then give you some tips and guidance to help rebalance them. So make sure you listen through to the end of the podcast. But if you are new to chakras and new to energy and new to that sort of ethereal astral part of our body, all our bodies have multiple layers and our energetic body that resides inside our physical body is made up of so many different colors, kind of like liquid light and the hues, the sharpness, the intensity of the colors provide information about your emotional, physical, spiritual and mental well-being. And because we are all unique, everyone's bodies vibrates at different frequencies and at different frequencies throughout our life, much like our fingerprints. And as an intuitive and an energy healer, I'm able to sense and connect with your energy. In fact, we're all able to do that. But it's kind of like a muscle. And the more you work on it, the the sort of easier, in inverted commas, it becomes to blend with other people's energies. And I don't walk about blending with random strangers' energies. It's a very um, honoured process and honoured practice. But I interpret this information and this energy from an artistic point of view as shapes, colours, feelings, memory and information that I all kind of create and collect and paint into a visual reflection of your higher self or your consciousness or the energetic part of you, your soul. And 
these paintings are a co-creative process between you and I and that also helps to release some of the energy and the stories that could be holding you back from transforming from stepping forward into the life that you desire to release your purpose to release your potential and and to open up and awaken and reawaken that passion inside you and they're really beautiful bespoke pieces of artwork that are very individual to you that help you release what no longer serves you um they help increase your self-understanding so that can lead to inspired action they're also really helpful for raising your vibration and inspiring you to stand in your own truth and, and to be comfortable in your own skin and who you are they also reflect the beauty of your soul essence and that's what I just love about them and they activate and inspire you to reconnect with your purpose what you're here to do but they're also just a beautiful, unique, visual, energetic tool that you can hang on your wall just to stare at and enjoy the energy. You can use it as a visual meditation, like an open-eyed meditation. So it's just a really beautiful, bespoke piece of artwork. But they are really deep and transformative work. And not everybody's ready to do that level of sort of deep dive soul work. So what I was really called to do was create something that was a bit easier to connect with if you're not quite there yet on your own journey. And most people will understand, certainly everybody listening to this podcast will have an understanding of our chakras and our chakra system. So I wanted to create a collection of artworks that pertain to each of the individual chakras because I believe that at various times in our life, our chakras are in balance and out of balance. And these paintings will not only be absolutely gorgeous, I've nearly finished them, there's uh, just some tweaking to be done and they're going to be out in, I'm hoping, towards the end of May, but they each pertain to one of the seven main chakras and I wanted them to help you tap into and rebalance that energetic aspect, that energetic part of your body that might be out of balance and for those who are quite new to chakras chakras are our energy centers and we have seven main ones through the body we've got lots of different energy chakras but I'm just going to focus on the main seven for this podcast and for for the, the paintings but they radiate a specific color and a specific energy and they coincide with a different part in our physical body and because each chakra relates to a specific spiritual emotional and physical aspect of our being when they are blocked it can lead to some form of physical, psychological and emotional disorder. So it's really our body's way of communicating back to you where you may be out of balance. And when we become aware of these, when we become consciously aware of our chakras and actively focused on trying to keep them in balance. And it's a journey like all of spiritual work. It's a constant life's journey. But the more you get into it, the easier it becomes to recognize the signs and the and you're able to handle it and bring yourself back into balance. And when we become aware of our chakras and what is out of balance, we can then work to improve bringing them back into balance, which then leads to better well-being and overall health. 
So what I want to do before I jump into each of the main chakras and give you some indications what might present if they are out of balance and how you can bring them back into balance. Of course, you can use my paintings when they're out and, and bathe in the energy of each of the main colours. But I thought it would be really nice to get Crystal Reiki healer Athena Barry, who works with chakras in particular, just to give a quick overview of what our chakras are all about. With anybody working with chakras, I would always, always recommend to begin at the beginning, which is at your root chakra, because this is what grounds us to our earth. This is our place in the world and everything physical attached to it. And after all, as spiritual as we want to be, we are in this physical plane. So keeping this one balanced and strong is so important. And We've seen a lot of imbalance in this one recently, um, especially because this affects, you know, our fear, um, you know, anxieties, which we can get in our third eye as well. But for root chakra, you know, our it's it's all pertaining to, you know, our, our worldly things. So our safety, our shelter, our earthly needs, even material things, you know, are all kind of related to this, to this root chakra. And during the pandemic, we were all really locked into a home. So we weren't going out as much, we weren't in nature as much, and we really had a disconnection from our mother earth, which is where we live. So I would say that's a really good place to start your journey. It's the color of red. There are so many ways that you can use it. I mean, if crystals are your thing, you can grab pretty much all of the, just to point you in the right direction, I would say all of the the darker crystals would be related to your root chakra. So the, you know, the red jaspers, the tourmalines, obsidians, all of these um, are associated with our root chakra. So our sacral chakra is kind of our emotional and our, um, our creation. You know, this is the womb. This is where the womb is. This is where the reproductive organs are. This is where life is created. So this is a really wonderful place. And then anybody with lower back pain, maybe have a look at um, what you're doing in your life to live your creative purpose, because maybe that's being um, set aside for the minutia of, you know, daily work and activities and stress and all that stuff. Our solar plexus, and this is really so much of our intuition is actually in our solar plexus, as well as our willpower and our personal strength. This is our like, go get them chakra, right? This is the one that's like, I got this, I could do this. So, you know, when you're feeling really insecure about something, or, you know, you feel like you just, you can't move forward. A lot of depression lives in, in an imbalanced solar plexus chakra. So this is a good place to kind of, you know, get your feet back under you and, and feel strength in your purpose again. The heart chakra, our place for love, our emotional feelings towards ourselves, towards others, which is so beautiful about the heart chakra is it's right in the center. So you have, you have three above and then you have three below and they kind of, they meet in that beautiful heart space. So when this one is balanced and, you know, you're feeling, you know, healthy in this area, it really does help, you know, kind of share that love to the chakras above and below. Our throat chakra is another area that many of us struggle with. You know, it's a constant work in progress. So just know that, it's not like, oh, I'm going to balance it and I'm going to go on my way. This is a daily practice or a weekly practice, but something you should always want to return to. And this is more about than just speaking our truth. This is also our center, also for creativity, but also so importantly, how we hear and receive the words of others. 
So are we really, are we listening to what we're translating their voice into or are we hearing their intention? Because that makes a huge difference in how we communicate. And, um, and so often, so many of the problems that we have are miscommunication. So again, that goes back to our throat chakra, um, crystals that I love, lapis lazuli, um, blue lace agate are some of my favorites, also very calming cooling stones. So anybody who has a temper flying and they've maybe said some not so choice words and you got to kind of bring that balance back to this area, blue lace agate is really wonderful for that. We have our third eye, which is the one that everybody loves, right? Everybody loves that third eye chakra because, uh, you know, this is your, your psychic gifts, your divine intuition, um, not so much your physical intuition, like your personal truth intuition, but your divine intuition, like knowing what's out above and beyond. And, and I feel like everybody's always chasing that, like, oh, if only I could see, you know, with my eye, my mind's eye clearer. Well, I my only word of caution there and yes please explore as much as you as you can with your intuitive gifts it's so important for your personal truth and to live happier um, but just make sure you're very grounded when you're doing this so keeping that root chakra very strong it's kind of like your anchor so that then you can go and explore the divine and the gifts and all the wonders that are out of our um, physical site our crown chakra, this is really, you know, our connection to the universe, to source, to God, for those who pray, um, you know, this is where we have quite, you know, beautiful and powerful connection to what is really up and, and beyond our world, beyond our, even our consciousness, this opens up guidance and wisdom that is just so beyond what we can even process here in our, in our little, you know, three-dimensional world that we live in. And, and all of the chakras are associated with the color. I probably should have done that as we went through. The root being red, our sacral being orange, our solar plexus being yellow, our heart is green, our, blue, our throat is blue, our third eye is an indigo or a light purple, and our crown is typically white, but can also be considered as a very light, um, like a lavender purple too. I hope you found that really helpful. And thanks again to Athena for running through the chakras. Um, she's got such a lovely energy, hasn't she? So what I want to do now is just very quickly run through the seven main chakras and signs that they may be out of balance and then give you some tips and how you can actually rebalance them. As Athena said, the root chakra, which is called the Muladhara, it sits at the base of your spine and is the first piece in the chakra puzzle. Here's some signs that your root chakra could be out of balance. Maybe you're feeling that there's some problems in your legs, your feet, your rectum, your tailbone and your immune system. Issues with the male reproductive parts and the prostrate gland knee pain, sciatica, eating disorders and constipation and also if you're feeling stressed about money and financial security. So these are some of the signs that your root chakra could be out of balance. If it's in balance, you feel supported, connected, grounded and safe in your own body. If you do feel that that resonates with you and you're suffering from something to do with your legs or your feet, etc., then here are some simple ways that you can help to rebalance your root chakra. 
First up is looking at the color red, literally envisaging the color red, which is like I said at the beginning of this podcast, why I wanted to do these chakra paintings. The other thing that you can do is dance. You can practice yoga. Taking a shower is a really great root chakra cleanser. Zen out on a walk, so go for a really mindful walk. You can have a pedicure as well, which is a really nice way of physically removing that energy. So onto our next chakra, which is the sacral chakra or Svadhisthana. It's located just below your navel. And if the sacral chakra is out of balance, you'll have sexual and reproductive health issues. There could be urinary problems or kidney dysfunctions. Maybe you've got some hip, pelvic and lower back pain. Maybe you're struggling to express your emotion or your desires. And you could also be feeling fear or betrayal. So that is when your sacral chakra is out of balance. When it's in balance, you feel empowered and able to take creative risks. You're able to embrace your sexuality and be outgoing. If, however, you do feel that your sacral chakra is out of balance, here are some easy ways that you can help to bring that back into balance. You work with the color orange. So orange is associated with the sacral chakra. You can also eat foods that really nourish this area of your body. So nuts and seeds, carrots, sweet potatoes, pumpkin, butternut squash, fermented food, orange citrus fruits. You can see the theme here. And drinking lots of water infused with orange fruits like clementines, tangerines, golden raspberries, etc. You could do some hip opening stretches through yoga. You could do a chakra balancing meditation and there's lots of these available online. Just getting comfortable and being in the stillness is a really wonderful way to help rebalance this chakra and also getting your feelings out on paper. So understand and ask yourself, you know, are you happy with your sex life? Are you happy with the way you're currently creating your world? Do you feel empowered? Do you have passion? So moving on to our third chakra, which is the solar plexus chakra or the Manipura, which is located in your abdomen. If this chakra is out of balance, you may have digestive problems or chronic fatigue. There could be some issues around the pancreas and gallbladder, or you could have just this relenting inner critic. And again, feeling in fear and particular rejection. So these are some of the signs that your solar plexus chakra is out of balance. If you are keen to understand whether it's imbalance, then you will feel self-respect, you will feel self-compassion. Here are a few ways that you can help to rebalance your solar plexus chakra. So again, what we want to do is use color. Yellow is a wonderful way to work with this chakra. You can also stand in front of the mirror and do the mirror gazing exercise and say the following towards the mirror. I am enough. I am worthy. I am capable. I am powerful. And if you struggle with saying that, start off by whispering it and then slowly, slowly raise your voice until you feel comfortable and the exercise feels comfortable for you because sometimes it can be a bit of a challenge. Another way to help rebalance this solar plexus chakra is to use the breath of fire, which is a kundalini yoga practice, which is a continuous, rapid breathing through the nostrils and mouth with the mouth closed. So it's alternate nostrils, inhaling and exhaling. So I hope that helps you understand how you can rebalance your solar plexus chakra. Moving on to the heart chakra or anahata, 
Obviously, it is located near the heart and if it's out of balance, you maybe suffer from some breathing issues like asthma or you have upper back or shoulder problems or there's some arm or wrist pain. You could also be over loving to the point of suffocating or feel sense of jealousy or bitterness towards other people. Again, this feeling of fear, but in particular, it presents itself as being alone or feeling alone. When this chakra is in balance, you feel joy and gratitude, love and compassion for yourself and for others around about you. And you also find it really easy to forgive yourself and other people. So if you feel that this chakra might be out of balance, then you want to work with green. Green is the color of the heart chakra, also sometimes pink. So just whatever resonates. You can pay attention to your posture. This is a really great way of opening up the heart chakra by stretching. Most of us spend a lot of time on computers and our shoulders are hunched forward. So we're kind of unconsciously closing off that area of our body. So sitting and checking your posture, making sure that you sit up straight, standing tall and you walk straight with a straight spine and open up that chest area. In yoga, you can use the camel pose as a really beautiful way to open up that area. Mentally, you could write yourself a love letter. Spend some time telling yourself all the things you love about yourself. And this is also a really wonderful daily practice to introduce into your gratitude practice by saying three things every night that you love about yourself as well as what you loved about the day and what you're looking forward to tomorrow. But what you love about yourself... You could also try a meta meditation, which is just basically closing your eyes and visualize yourself sitting in front of you. And you say to yourself in that mind's eye, may I feel safe, may I be healthy, may I be joyful and may I know love. Your throat chakra or the Vishuddha is located, as you would imagine, in your throat area and it governs not only neck and shoulder pain, but ear infections, sore throats, if you've got any thyroid issues, if you feel that you struggle to express yourself. And again, with this chakra being out of balance, there is fear, but it expresses itself as being out of control. So if you feel a lack of control, it could be that your throat chakra is out of balance. When it's imbalanced, you will feel articulate, honest and truthful, but you can still be firm in that truth. If you would like to work with your throat chakra to bring it back into balance, then you can work with the color blue and also develop that connection with the root chakra, the sacral chakra, because these three chakras are very much linked together. In terms of yoga, you could do the cat cow pose, which is on all fours, and then you concave and convex your back. That really helps open up the throat chakra. You can also sing. Singing is a fantastic way to explore your voice. And if you're uncomfortable doing this in front of people because you think you are tone deaf, I will put my hand up to that. But I still love singing. And it's a wonderful way to help open up your throat chakra. So start singing along if you're driving in the car or you're cleaning the house or whatever. Mantras are also a beautiful way to help open up your throat chakra. And the mantra Satnam is a powerful and really popular mantra that literally means truth is my identity. So if you start chanting Satnam three, four or five minutes a day, just whatever you can fit into your daily practice, that's really going to help open up the throat chakra because it's a positive affirmation as well. 
onto your third eye chakra, the Ajna chakra, which is located right in the middle of your eyebrows in the center of your forehead. When this chakra is out of balance, you suffer from headaches, blurred vision, eye strain, maybe some sinus issues. You can also be a bit moody or stubborn. These character traits are associated with an imbalanced third eye chakra. When it's in balance, however, you do feel focused and determined and open to receive advice from others. If you feel that the chakra is out of balance, then you can work with the color indigo. Indigo is associated with the chakra and a really great way to work with color is literally just to stare at it. And if not through my own chakra paintings, then you can put the color indigo onto the screensaver on your phone and literally just spend a few moments a day staring at the color and, in, and using the energy in that color to help unblock your third eye chakra. Mental journaling is a fantastic way to work on this chakra and that's literally by opening up a journal and just intuitively brain dumping what comes out. So just writing without thinking about what you're feeling as opposed to traditional journaling where you will reflect on what you're doing and what your day's been like, what your hopes and dreams are etc. This is kind of like a brain dump just allowing your intuition because the third eye chakra is associated with your intuition from a spiritual point of view as opposed to the gut instinct intuition. Another way if you enjoy journaling is to keep a dream journal. So when you wake up in the morning, spend about 10 minutes writing down everything that you remember about your dreams because our dreams communicate with us and are another way that we support ourselves to move through life. So it's a really great way of accessing and rebalancing your third eye. So on to the final chakra, which is the crown chakra or Sahasrara. It is located at the top of your head and, you know, just at the crown, as you would expect. And when it's out of balance, it's associated with rigid thoughts or analysis paralysis. And again, the fear that we feel is the fear of alienation. When this is in balance, you have an unshakable trust in your inner guidance. You have an unshakable trust in your inner guidance. If you feel that your crown chakra is out of balance, then you can again work with color. And there's two colors associated with the crown chakra, a sort of violet lavender color and also white. So work with these two colors, whichever color feels right for you. If you want to open the crown chakra, then as Athena had said, it's really important that you make sure that you ground yourself, you ground your root chakra, but you can get physical. And one of the great ways of opening up and rebalancing your crown chakra is to wake up at sunrise. So it might mean that you have to open your curtains for a few days till you get yourself into that pattern. And I know obviously if you've got work, etc., the first couple of days you might not wake up. So do still set that alarm, but see if you can wake up by opening your curtains and allowing the sunlight to come and waken you back up. And for women, keeping track of your menstrual cycle and noting the phase of the moon is also a really great way to access the wisdom of your crown chakra. So it's all about getting into the connection between your body and the cycles of the universe. Another way to work on this crown chakra is to cultivate a feeling of awe. So that would be spending time in nature, getting out into the mountains or just staring at the ocean. 
looking up at a clear sky at night and, and looking at all the stars. If you live in the city, I appreciate that might be difficult, but getting out at the beginning, at the end of the day and watching sunrises and sunsets, because let's be honest, nature is majestic. It is absolutely beautiful and it does inspire an amazing sense of awe. So there you have it, the seven main chakras, signs that they may be out of balance and a few different ways that you can help bring them back into balance. So thank you again for listening to this podcast. And if you are interested in being kept up to date about the process and the progress of my chakra paintings, then you need to sign up to my mailing list, which you can do if you haven't already at vickypaul.com and just fill in the pop-up. There's also a wee banner at the top of the website that invites you to sign up to the VIP list for the Chakra Collection. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to get in touch. And thank you again for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. And if you'd like to connect with me, then head over to my website, vickypaul.com, or you can find me on Instagram at vickyjpaul. Why not take advantage of a special subscriber-only 10% discount off my personalised soul portraits? All you need to do is get in touch using the promo code PODCAST21. That's PODCAST21. And don't forget, you can buy my book, How to Be Successful, available anywhere that you buy books, or you can also get it via the link in the show notes. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And please continue to share this podcast with anyone you think might find it useful. I'd also really love if you could write a review because that helps myself and my guests get discovered by more kindred spirits. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.